Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're going to make an attempt to learn Maseches Babakamadaf Ayin Hey. We are starting at the open of the Gemara, twelve lines from the bottom. I am Dalad Amid Bays. We're going to be heading toward the second to last line on Ayin Hey Amid Bays. Um, and then, uh, as mentioned the other night, as you can see on the next couple of blot, we have a little bit less Gemara material to learn, so we'll be able to to hopefully be ahead for Shabbos, which will make Shabbos one blot instead of one and a half, just to try and make Shabbos a little bit uh, more relaxing. Um, in regards to next week, I'm going out of town. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving Tuesday morning, um, so I'll be just posting throughout. I'll, I'll figure out a schedule once I land, but in general, uh, I'll probably be posting in the mornings. I'll learn early, post early, and then done for the day, but I'll keep you posted in the chat. If you're not in the chat, please let you know. Please let me know. Don't let you know. That won't help. Uh, the Gemara says, 12 lines from the bottom, we have a problem with our Mishnah. We had learned in our Mishnah, and if you scan up to the Mishnah, you'll see that we saw that or we said that you have to pay Tashlume Kefel. So says the Gemara, obviously it should be the case that you're not Mishalim Tashlume Dalad Vehei if the only person that witnessed the Tavicha or the Mechira was, was, one, was one aid. That's insufficient, basically. Says the Gemara Amre The Mishnah over here said both Al Piatmo and Al Piatmo, and the Gemara intended to make a hashva, to make a comparison between the language of Al Piatmo and the language of Al Piatmo. And here is the comparison: Ma Al Piatmo, just like if only one aide gave testimony. If a second aide showed up concurring with the aides of the first person. It would be mechayev, the payment of dalad behei. Just like that's true, al nami. Even if a person himself were to be the uh, the one who witnessed his own thing, ki asu edim mechayev. That if edim showed up afterwards, mechayev, he would also be chayev to pay dalad behei. And this is amarav. This is to exclude the shita of ravuna amarav. The amar ravuna amarav mode beknas veachar kach bo edim pater. This is going to be our discussion today about So, two stages. First is a rule that everyone seems to agree to, that is putter. Of course, we know that both kefel and dalad behei are, are knas. They're not purely monetary. They're monetary times uh, uh, by a factor of two for Geneva, by a factor of four for an ayal, which is a small animal, and by a factor of five for uh, for a para. Um, so if I am if I do that crime and I'm moda to that crime, I am putter on the knas components and I'm only obligated to pay the karen. However, here we have an added layer. Let's say that I'm moda knas, I admit, and then subsequently we see another pair of witnesses that that say that I was in fact guilty. So what do we say about moda beknas ve'acharkach bo edim? So our Mishnah seemed to say that moda beknas ve'acharkach bo edim was chayiv, and that was la'afuke to exclude the shita of Rav Huna Amar Rav, who says moda beknas ve'acharkach bo edim is pater. So we seem to have a machlokas in that regard. And Gufa, the Gemara, six lines from the bottom, two lines before the wide lines on Ayin Dalad and Mbez, picks up on this whole discussion, and it will take us we won't even be done, uh, but we will get through a big chunk of it today. Today is a, uh, a difficult Gemara. It requires time for each. We just don't have the time. I'm going to do my best to try and be articulate and clear. But these are difficult Gemaras because each little piece takes a lot of time. Uh, but Mara is at 930, so we have to move Gufa. 
Let's quote from the line that we just said. Our Mishnah was not this way. Our Mishnah was la'afuke this shita. Amar amarav mode beknas bo edim pater. So we're going to analyze that. Esve Rav Chizda le Rav Huna. Rav Chizda asked Akasha to Rav Huna. Let's remember Rav Huna a line ago. Moda beknas ve'achar kach bo Edim Pater. I admitted that I was a Ganev, and then Edim came to slam me down and say, we know that you were in fact Chayev. My Moda beknas would have made me Pater, but the appearance of and the testimony of witnesses would then be Mechayev me a fresh Nuchiv, as though my Hoda didn't even matter. So says the Gemara, Rav Chizaz Akasha to Rav Huna. So Rav Huna was of the opinion that, that you're going to be putter in such a case. Let's see what the story says. Maisa be Rabban Gamliel. There's a story about Rabban Gamliel, Shesima is Ein Tevi Abdo, who blinded his, his uh, Eved Tevi. He was very happy about this. Rashi, five lines from the bottom, six lines from the bottom. He was actually a Talmud Chacham in certain parts of Shas. He's referred to as a Talmud Chacham. We know him famously from Asechus Brachos, from some of the Mishnahis over there. He wanted to free him. But if you free your Eved in a typical way, like with a Shtar Shichror, that's an Isra Aseh. So he did what every other reasonable person would do and gouged out his eye. Perfect solution to the problem. So the Gemara says, Mata'u uh, Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua heard about this. Amar lo, And Rabbi Gamliel told Rabbi Yoshua, don't you know that he went free? Amar lo, lama. Of course, the word lama means why, but it really means how in the context over here. So Amar le, I, I, I took out his eye. That's adorable that you did that, but you won't be obligated to pay a knas for the damage that you caused him. What is implied, however, is that if there were edim, this story, although in a complex way, seems to indicate the opposite of what Rav Huna taught us a couple of lines ago. Rav Huna was of the opinion that Moda beknas ve'acharkach bo edim pater. Here, we seem to say that Moda beknas, because Rav Gamliel admitted to what he did, he did something wrong, but we still see that he might be chayv had there been edim, so therefore kasha from Rav Chizda to Rav Huna. Amar Lei, the Gemara responds, Rav Huna says back to Rav Chizda, don't worry. Shiny Rabban Gamliel, de lo bifne bezdin odi. That's different with Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel wasn't in Bezdin. He did this privately. It wasn't done in a public space. I have Rabbi Yeshua, I Bezdin Hava. That's nice that you say that, but if you know if you know a little bit of history, you'll also know that Rabbi Yeshua was a Rosh Bezdin. So Lechora, if Rabban Gamliel was talking to uh, was talking to Rabbi Yeshua, it was in Bezdin. So says the Gemara, turning to the top of Ein Heim at Aleph. No, Shalom Bezdin. They were friends. They were talking outside of. Uh, they were talking outside of court. That's what Rashi says on the top of the page. They were schmoozing, shooting the breeze in the shuk, whatever. So therefore, it wasn't halachically binding in that particular case. So not a raya. Says the Gemara of Hatanya. We actually have another version of this brisa, and really uh, the Gemara, the the Mefarshim on the side here say Hatanya idach. 
that also indicates that it's another version of this one. Tanya Idach, we have another Brisa that's similar, that Amar Lo, Ein Bidvarecha Klum, that Rabbi Yoshua retorted back to Rabban Gamliel, that your words have, have no meaning, Shekfar Hodis, that you already admis, admitted, which is different than the previous Brisa. Rashi, second line, Shekfar Hodis, Mashma, Afilu Asu Edim Basar Hachi Pater. This Brisa seems to indicate that you would have been Pater. So we have two different versions of this Brisa with Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua. My love, Tanoihi. Don't we, in fact, therefore, see that there's a machlokes tanoim about whether or not we hold that moda beknas ve'achar kachbo edim is pater or chayiv? Hai tana de amar shekvar ein lucha edim. The first version of the brayso, like we saw on the bottom of the page, savar he must hold that moda beknas ve'achar kachbo edim is chayiv, like we saw on the bottom of ayin dalim and base. The high tana damar shekvar hodis this new brayso at the top. There, savar moda beknas ve'achar kachbo edim pater. So perhaps we can say that this seeming machlokes between um, our Mishnah and really between the Amorayim that subsequently follow. It's Rabbi Yehuda Marab who says that it's Pater and Rav Chizda seems to hold based on a Brisa that it's Chayv. Perhaps really it's a Machlokes Tanayim between the two versions of the Brisas of Rabban Gamaliel and Rabbi Yoshua. What? Mm -hmm. But the Gemara didn't say that. We're going to see why uh, in a little bit. The Gemara is bothered by that in a little bit. So the Gemara actually says, uh, lo, perhaps there really is no machlokas tanoim in regards to moda beknas ve'achar kach bo edim. Dekule alma moda beknas ve'achar kach bo edim pater. Really, really everyone agrees that moda beknas ve'achar kach bo edim would be pater. Oh, so then what about our Mari Makomos? What do we do about the, the Bryce on the bottom that had that language of ein bidvarecha kum shekvar ein lo edim uvehaka miflugi? Which was the bottom brace on Ayin Dalim and Beis Savar Chutz Lebezdin Hava. The case was was an un, were, were, they're not on level playing fields. The one on the bottom of Ayin Dalim and Beis was outside of Bezdin. The Hachtana the Amar Shekvar Hodis Savar Bevezdin Hava that they were different cases. You can't tell me you're you're not dealing with two similar cases, so therefore it can't be a machlokas. One case was dealing with in Bezdin, and one case was dealing not in Bezdin. Says the Gemara Itmar, um, we're, we, we're not done with this sugya. We're actually just getting our feet wet. We're about ten lines down on Ayin Hayam and Aleph. Says the Gemara Moda Beknas Bo Edim. This case that we've been discussing for the last twenty lines, that says the Gemara Rav Amar Pater, like we already saw on the bottom in the name of Rav Huna Amar Rav. If you look carefully at the language there, seven lines from the bottom on Ayin Dalim and Beis, that's the way it was framed. It was framed as Midrav Huna Amar Rav, who says, Moda Beknas Vachar Kach Boedim is Pater. Ushmuel Amar Chayv Shmuel is of the opinion that Moda Beknas Vachar Kach Boedim is Chayv. Amar Rav Bar Ahiloi, my time at the Rav. What is the reason why Rav says that you're Pater in regards to the case of Moda Beknas Vachar Kach Boedim? Pasuk says, Imhi Matse, Timotse. So, Imhi Matse, Beedim. If you are found out by Edim, if you're caught, Timotse, then you will be found, Bidayarim, you'll be brought to court. Prat the Marshias Atzmo. So the only time that you can be guilty is if others uh, are, if others incriminate you. But you can't do that to yourself. We have this in our own legal system as well in the United States of America. Prat the Marshias Atzmo. That if you yourself were Mode Beknas, then you're going to be Pater in such a case. So says the Gemara. That Marimakom is very simplistic. It only teaches me that you can't be Marshia yourself. It doesn't. It only teaches me Mode Beknas Pater. It doesn't teach me. It's your pater. So says the Gemara Lamali. Why do I need the drasha of him him matse to teach me a prat lamarshia es atzmo? I already know that. I learned that out from another pasuk. 
Elamayan must be by virtue of the fact we have two psukim that speak about the same idea. The pasuk of imimotze timotze and the pasuk of me'asher yarshim elokim. Therefore, elashmami no modu beknas v'acharkach bo edim pater. The two psukim that teach the same thing that your pater in two cases that seem very similar. So Rav stacks and scaffolds one on top of the other, and he says that one of them teaches us to din the modu beknas is pater, and the second pasuk teaches that you're even pater when it's v'acharkach bo edim, and that's Rav's riot. And a third of the way down to Shmuel, what would he say back to that? Because Shmuel held Chayim. Now we have two psukim that seem to indicate like Rav, that Moda Beknas v'achar kach bo'etim is pater. Shmuel, Amar l'chayil say mi boy le leganav atzmo. The pasuk of imi matze timatze had a specific purpose already, which was in regards to the ganav. Kedetana de bechizkiah, like we learned a number of blot ago, so that pasuk is already used, and therefore you cannot bring a raya of um, because there's only one Pasuk available, which is our Sher Yarshun, which teaches us the basic din of Moda Beknas Pater, and therefore we have no way to learn out of Moda Beknas Pater, so therefore they hold that it's Chayim. The Gemara asks Akasha and Shmuel, Esve Rav Lishmuel. Rav brings Akasha against Shmuel. Let's remember Shmuel held Moda Beknas Bo Edim Chayiv, so we're going to expect this Marimakum to be Pater. Ra Edim. A guy had stolen something, and uh, he sees that the witnesses that were in the neighborhood when he had stolen were walking uh, into the CRC. He's like watching. He like perched himself there just to make sure he wouldn't get nailed. So then he just hedged. He's like, well, I better go inside and admit, because if I admit, but if I go inside and I'm guilty, I'll be chayv kefel. So the Gemara says, he goes into Bezin, and he says, Ganavti, I did steal. Aval lo tavachti v'lo macharti. So then, if he admits to the to the to the geneva, what's he chayv? He's chayv keren. But enu meshalim ala keren. He only is chayv on the keren. He does not chayv on dalad behe. He was moda biknas in regards to the geneva, and he didn't do anything wrong in regards. To, he didn't shecht or didn't sell that animal. So he hedged, and yet the Adim still seemingly were to come to Bezdin. Therefore, what do we see? Moda biknas ve'achar kachbo Adim is putter kasha against Shmuel. This Bryce has a very good raya. The Gemara says halfway down on Ayin Ham at Aleph, Amar Lay, what would Shmuel say back? The Brysa doesn't say that the Edim ended up showing up. He says, Once they saw that Keresh the Ganav walked into the CRC and he was Moda, the other Ganavim were like, We did our due diligence. We're done. We're done. See something, say something. We solved the problem. We watched him go in and he admitted that he did something wrong. So they didn't then come in and give their Edim. But says Shmuel, maybe they had they actually gone in, maybe we would have said, What? I'm not putter. I'm, I just pick Karen. I'm putter on the kefil. Yeah. The Mishnah doesn't use that language, does it? No. No, no, because the Brysa that Rab is bringing against Shmuel just says in a very narrow scope, that if Karish admits that he stole, he's no longer Chayev in Kefel, he's only Chayev in Karen. That Mari Makum doesn't say Pater. But what it does indicate is that had it been that the Adim also showed up and gave testimony, therefore I could assume that it would have been Pater. And that's why it's a Kasha. And so he said, don't worry, the Adim never showed up. And therefore the Kasha is undermined. 
halfway down. Says the Gemara, wait one second. And we have another part of that brysa. The brysa that we were just looking at, the one about Ra Edim Shem So that brysa can be found in Maseches Shavuos. And there's another part of it. And the Gemara says, here's the next part. Rabbi Elazar, Reb Shemin Omer, Yavo Edim Via Idu. They said that the Edim did come back. And says the Gemara, Michlal, the Tanakama Savar Lo. That implies that the Tanakama Savar also held that there were Edim just at your putter. So again, Akasha and Shmuel. Amar Lei, Shmuel, Shmuel would respond, Lav Ika, uh, I don't have to hold like the Tanakama. If there's a machlokes between the Tanakama and 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 Rebelazer Breb Shimon, and the Tanakama doesn't work for me, obviously, you can attribute my shita to Rebelazer Breb Shimon. So, Anna, de Amri, ke Rebelazer Breb Shimon. Don't, don't ask me a klotz kasha. That's ridiculous. So, obviously, if you're going to bring a, a brisa that has a machlokes in it, and one side doesn't agree with me, Pashat, I hold like the other one. So, no kasha. Says the Gemara, Shmuel's pasha that vaday tanoi. According to Shmuel, the only way to understand the brisa between the Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar Reb Shimon that we just learned is if he assumes that there's a machlokas between the two of them because his shita only makes sense according to Rabbi Lazar Reb Shimon. But lerav milema tanoihi. According to Rav, it's lav dafka that there's a that there's a machlokas tanoim. Rav initially taught us the din that modib knas veacherkach bo edim pater. What about this Mari Makom? So says the Gemara, Amar Lach Rav, Ana de Amrei Afilu Lereb Lazar Breb Shimon. He says, I hold even like Rebbe Lazar Breb Shimon. Ad kan lo ka'am Rebbe Lazar Breb Shimon hasam. When Rebbe Lazar Breb Shimon said his shita, that there are Edim who are going to be testifying after Keresh admitted that he was guilty, that's hasam ala mishum de kamodi machmas bi asusa de Edim. The only reason I walked into Bezden that day was because I was scared. Bi asusa means fear. I was afraid that I'd have to pay KFL. I'm on a budget because I shouldn't have stolen in the first place. Fine, but let me at least only pay back the Karen so I'm not losing out too much. That was the only reason I went into Bezdin, Aval Hacha. But in a more classical case, not a case where I see Edim coming, in a regular case of Mode Beknas Ve'achar Kach Bo Edim, to Mode Me'atzma, Fidler Belazar Reb Shimon Mode, he would also agree in such a case that you're putter. And therefore, Rav could be of the opinion that there is no machlokas between the Tanakama and Rebel and Rebelazar Breb Shimon, uh, whereas Shmuel would have to say that there's a machlokas. Either way, let's just review the Shitas that Rav is of the opinion of Moda Beknas Vachar Kachbo Edim is Pater, and Shmuel is of the opinion that Moda Beknas Vachar Kachbo Edim is Chai. And the Gemara, three-fourths of the way down, gets into a, a significant machlokas, um, starting with uh, the Shita of Rav yet again. Amar Rav Hamnuna, Rav Hamnuna said, Mistabra Milse de Rav. Rav Hamnuna agrees to the Shita of Rav, that Moda Beknas Ve'achar Kach Bo Edim is Pater. Let's see the Marimakom that he brings. In what case does Rav Hamnuna agree with Rav? That's Be'omer Ganavti, where I admit that I stole. And then uvo edim shaganav, new edim show up that in fact I am guilty. Pater shaharechiev atzmo bekeren. That part's pretty clear, right? This is classic rav, which is moda beknas ve'achar kach bo edim pater. I said I stole. Edim showed up after I stole and said keresh stole, and they uh, they they tried to reinvigorate my chiv. They couldn't do it because moda beknas ve'achar kach bo edim is pater. However, aval amar loganavti. If my testimony was denial, and the testimony was that no, I did not do anything wrong, I did not steal, and then uvo edim shaganav, then edim show up that in fact I stole, v'chazar ve'omar tavachti umacharti, and then I admitted not on the gneba but on the tvicha or the mechira, 
Um, and then, Uvo Edim Shetabachum Machar, then Chayev, Share Patar Atzmomiklu. Here, in such a case, what would we say? He didn't, I didn't exempt myself because I admitted about the Tvicha and the Mechira. So, in such a case, I would be Chayev in, in that case. Omar Rava, Rava pushes back on Rav Hamnuna. He says, Kapachti, Lesabe de Rav. Kapachti, the Gemara says uh, that he refuted the opinion of Kapachti is to uh, is to pay back or to push back. So he pushes back Lesabe de Bey Rav. Sabe de Bey Rav is a cute little catchphrase that refers to Rav Hamnuna. Uh, that's what Rashi says in Dibur Hamaschil Omar Rava. So Rava argued with Rav. Therefore, Rava should hold because Rav held Potter. So let's see. In the previous case of Rabban Gamliel, the one that we learned at the bottom of Ayin Dalaram at Bez, when he blinded his Evet and the Evet went free, there by Rabban Gamliel, Potter he wasn't Chayv at all. And if you'll recall, Rav Chizda asked Akasha, this is Tam, what you were talking about earlier. Rav Chizda asked Akasha of Rabban Gamliel to Rav Huna. Rav Huna is a Talmud of Rav, and Modabiknas was Pater. Below Kamishani lay, and there was no answer at all. So therefore, it seems to be that, or there wasn't this answer at least, and that there was no answer to Veloka Meshanile, he didn't give this answer of Shehare Patar Atzmo Miklum. So this, therefore, seems to be the case that because the Brisa, because the discussion of Rav Chizda and Rav Huna on the bottom of Ayin Dalad Amad didn't give the answer of Shehare Patar Atzmo Miklum, indicates, says Rava, that perhaps we really hold that and and the Gemara is not sure uh, what the conclusion is, but again, we see yet another layer of machlokas, this time between Rav Hamnuna and Rava, in regards to whether or not we hold Moda Beknas Kach Bo'edim is, let's say, according to Rav Potter, and potentially, according to Rava, is Chayib. And Itmar Nami, the Gemara says, we actually have another source like Rav Hamnuna, Amar of Chia Bar Abba, Amar of Yochanan, similar language as before. Ganav tiyu Bo'edim Shagonav Potter, if I say that I stole, and that means I'm putter because Modabiknas is putter. After I'm putter, then Adam show up and they testify that I stole. So then I'm putter because When I was Mode Alho Emes, I told the truth that I stole. I pottered myself from the Knas of Kefel. However, two lines before the wide lines on the bottom of Ayin Hamad Aleph, Aval Omar Loganav or Loganavti. There's different gear so over here. Take a look at the sides to see exactly what's going on. Um, if I denied stealing and then Adam showed up that I stole then and if I admit about the Tvicha and the Mechira and then Adam come to double down on that then I'm going to be obligated I didn't exempt myself from anything because I had said that I did the Tvicha and I did the Mechira so I'd be Chayev to pay and on the first of the very long lines at the end of the line on Ayin Hamad the Gemara says, Amaravashi, Masnisinu Brisa Nami Deka. We actually have a, a Mishnah and we have a Brisa that seems to hold like Rav Hamnuna as well, that Modibiknas, Beachakachbo, Edemis Pater. How does this work out? So the Gemara says, Masnisin Ditna, we have a Mishnah that said as follows. The Mishnah said, Our Mishnah, Gonaval Pishne Shnaim, I stole 
and there were two witnesses. The Tvicha and the Mechira didn't have two witnesses. It had either one aid or I just admitted it on my own. So then, what does this source say? What does the Mishnah say? I'm obligated to pay kefil because there were proper witnesses for the kefil. In regards to the tvicha and the mechira, there the only witnesses was either one aid, which is insufficient, or I was moda myself, which is also insufficient. So it says the Gemara, Why is it that we needed this brisa to say, that I stole with two witnesses? What it should have said, a leaner version of this Mishnah would have been, been without talking about the two Adim. Yet it didn't say that. So as we turn to the top of Ayin Hayam and Aleph, Ayin Hayam and Beis, the Gemara says, it must therefore be that that when we had the deviant language, which was the language of our Masnis and our Mishnah, when it said, in that case, in that case, you would have no Karen to pay. Who de Amrina? In such a case, we would have said, like we said on the previous Amud, that Alpi Atzmo Dumya de Alpi Edechad, that the testimony of myself is similar to the testimony of one eight. Ma Alpi Edechad ki Asi Edechad mitzdarif ba'ade mechayev. That if there was one person who gave Edus um, about my Tvichu Mechira, and then a second random one showed up, I would be chayev. And al pi nami, the same would be true if I was moda first myself. I was moda to myself, ki asu So then we would see that you are chayev in such a case. And that's why the language was a bit of an indicator over here, because it could have been written more leanly, and it wasn't written leanly, so we can make that deal. But had it been that really the geneva and or, and then the tvicha or mechira was done al pi o al pi or if it was done... Um, by my own admission, the chayev atzmo karen, the chayev atzmo karen. Then lo amrin an al pi atzmo Then we wouldn't make the comparison between the two, and this too indicates like the shita of Rav Hamnuna in the name of Rav. So yet again, we have a, the strength in numbers. This is our third or fourth, maybe fifth marimakom that supports the shita of Rav, the mode b'knas pater. And here we see yet another one, ayin heyam at base, 10 lines down. The Gemara says, b'raisa. We also have a marimakom that indicates like the shita of Rav Hamnuna from a b'raisa. Ditanya. Ra edim amash This was the Mishnah we saw in the previous Amud. If I stole... And then I see the two witnesses who saw that I stole walking into Besdin. I did steal. But I did not shech the animal, nor did I sell the animal. That's Pasha. We saw that already. But the Gemara is bothered on the last of the short lines heading all the way to the bottom of the page. Why is it that the Mishnah wrote, Why, did I, why is the case so specific that that's what I, the Ganav, said? I did something. It doesn't matter what I say. He has to say that he, he stole first. That's when you bring about a case scenario that you're going to be pater, even had there been future Aden. Aval Omar Logonavti, but had it been that I, the Ganev, said I did not steal anything, Uvo Edim Shagonav, and then Edim showed up uh, that said that I stole. And then at that point in the conversation, I admitted that I had uh, either shechted or sold the animal. Once I was not machayev my case my, myself in Karen because I didn't admit to theft, then chayev I be chayev in everything because there was no modibiknas at all. Nobody said anything. So I be chayev dalbehe alma. 
So therefore, if I am in a case scenario where I didn't admit to the Geneva, I only admitted to the Tvicha Mahira. Because I only admitted to the Tvicha, my testimony is a zero. Because the Gneva is the beginning of the Dalad Behem. If you don't admit to the Gneva, what have you done? If all you've done, you said, Loganavti, but Tavachti. That's a stira minayubay. If you say Loganavti, then that means you can't do Tvicha Machir and Bichayv and Dalad Behem. That's what the Gemara says over here. So therefore, we have all of these rayas that seem to support the shita of Rav Hamnuna Amar Rav, that Moda Beknas Vachar Kachbo Edim is Pater. The Gemara says, Amre, lo. It's actually not true in regards to the Brisa. Because in regards to the Brisa, he gufo kamash malan de kevon d'amar ganavti. Once our Brisa does teach us that there was a case of theft, afal gav d'amar lo tavachtiv lo macharti, uvo edim shekvar she tavachu machar, pater. We would say that your pater from Dalad Ebehe in such a case where you said ganavti but lo tavachti, my taima, and we're a third of the way down on the Amur on Ayin Hamid Beis, because tashlumi chamisha amarachman of lo tashlumi arba of lo tashlumi shlosha. Very unique Brisa. According to this Brisa, it seems that this shita, and we don't see this shita elsewhere, seems to be this is a one-off. They hold that we don't break up the Dalad Behe. So that means that if I am Chayev in Geneva, great. But if I am Chayev in Geneva and not Tvichu Mechira, I would never pay Dalad Behe, obviously. If I admit to the Geneva, if I admit to the Dalad Behe and I don't admit to the to the Kefel, so then I wouldn't pay anything because we don't break up the payments. So it could be that the Brisa had a very unique understanding, which is why it's not a raya for the Shita of Rav Hamnuna Amar Rav. Nevertheless, the Machlokes continues. Lema Kitanoi. Perhaps we should say, and this is a very lengthy argument, there's about 12 lines of very wide Gemara over here to explain this Machlokes Tanoim. Hold on tight, the Shita of Sumchus is quite complicated. Perhaps we can say that we actually continue our machlokas in the Tanoim about this idea of Let's say that there are two who testified that I stole. And there were two other witnesses who indicated that I shechted or sold. If the Edim who uh, testified that I stole were Huzam, if they became Edim Zomimin, then Edus Shebatla Miktsasa Batla Kula. Then Edus that is partially ruined is completely ruined because two different people gave Edus about me. One set of Edim said that I stole. One set of Edim said that I did Tvicha Mechira. If I ruin the Edim by Tvicha Umechira, if I ruin the Edim by Geneva, they're now Huzam, then there's nothing left to talk about because you can't have Dalad Behe without Geneva. And that first pair was Huzam. So that's the first part of the b'risa. And then, if the first testimony was accepted, so I have Ruvain and Shimon say that Keresh stole, Levi Yehuda say Keresh shechted, and if we were Huzam, the second set of Edim, so then, I, the Ganev, have to pay Kefil, because those Edim withstood the test of Edos. But the Edim Zomamin, who said that I shechted when really I didn't, is Kasher Zomam. What they wanted to do is to get me to pay Dalad Behe. They could only get me to pay Kefil because that's all that I did. The second set of Edim was Huzam. They're obligated to pay the balance of three. And then comes the Sheet of Sumchus, which is a little bit difficult. We are halfway down on Ayin Hayim and Bez, heading to the second to last line. Mishum Sumchus Amru, in the name of Sumchus, it says something very difficult. Hain Mishalman, the Edim Zomamin pay Tashlume Kefel. 
You're asking the right question. The case makes no sense when you read it like this. I'm just letting you know. We're missing a lot of text in this brisa. But when you look at it up at, you know, just at, at face value, it seems to be that in the name of Sumchus, that Hain the Mishalman, they the Adam Zomaman have to pay Tashlum Kefel, which makes no sense because in the previous we'll see it soon that it makes no sense. And he, seemingly me, the Ganav, I would have to pay either three or two, depending on which animal I shechted. So says the Gemara, which line is Sumchus going on? If you want to say Aresha, well, the case in the Resha uh, of this Brisa taught us a case where if the Edim, uh, if the Edim Gneva were Huzam, then uh, because we had Butla Mixas Edus, it was Butla Kula Edus. So says the Gemara, in that case, if you want to say Sumchus is arguing with that, that can't be. Less Leila Sumchus. Does Sumchus not hold this Edus She Butla Mixas of Butla Kula? I mean, the Edim Zomamin were, were on my Gneva. You can't hold me accountable for that. That can't be what, what Sumchus was talking about. The Ela Asefa, if you want to say that it's on the second case, where the Ede Tvicha, were the ones that were Huzam, Shapir Ka'ama Rabbanan, that who Mishalim Tashlum Kefal, Vahim Mishalim Tashlum Meshlosha. Pashud. It makes the most sense in that case that I, the Ganiv, have to pay Kefal, and the Edim, who were Huzam, should pay the balance of three. What was Sumchus talking about, Bichlau? He doesn't fit in our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Ella, you're 100% right. You read the Mishnah right and asked all the right questions, and we are really missing a lot of text in this Mishnah. And really, milsa achrisi ika benayhu. There actually is a whole different machlokas happening in our Mishnah with Sumchus, and there is no way in the world that we would have ever known it without this piece of Gemara. Two-thirds of the way down. What is this machlokas where Sumchus is involved? Says the Gemara as follows. Kigon da'asu beitre, amru ganavta. Two people come over to me, they say, Phil, you stole something. Amar lehu, I said back to the Edim, in, ganavti, vitavachti umacharti, you're 100% right. I stole and I either slaughtered or sold. Mihu, lo bifnechem ganavti. However, you were not my witness. Ve'aisi sahade, and I was able to bring witnesses. Ve'azminhu, delo be'apayhu ganav. I'm admitting to you that I stole, but you were not there. I know you are not there because I put you on the ferry, pushed the boat off in the water, watched it sail away, and went to go steal in front of other people. I know that you are not the Adam that were there. Imanu Hayisem, or low Imanu Hayisem. He brought Adam. It says, Vaisu Sade. It wasn't him by himself. He brought, he brought his own set of Adam. So let's say Ruvain and Shimon were the ones who claimed. Levi Yehuda were the ones who actually witnessed it. And then Yisachar and Zvulun were, were, were mazim, those Edim. So it says the Gemara, Ve'aisi bala bayis, and then the owner of the actual item that I stole, that person was, Ve'aisi bala bayis, Sa'adev ashidu bey, degana v'tavachumachar. He had actual witnesses. Uve'hodot v'icha kamiflagi. And really the machlokas between the Tanakama and Sumchus in this Mishnah, in the Brisa that we saw in the middle of the page, was as follows. The rabbis were of the opinion that that even though the admittance of Geneva was because of Edim who called me out on it, 
Hodahi. Nevertheless, the Tvisa, the fact that I admitted that is real, and therefore Moda Biknas is Pater, who Pater. However, Savar, since you called me out, Ruven and Shimon came over, they said, Phil, I saw you steal, and I admitted. The Tvicha lav hoda, and really the Tvicha isn't considered an admission. The Hanach Edim Kazmoy de Azminhu. And the first Edim that I was able to generate Edim to create those first Edim to be Huzam, Mishalmin Tashlume Kefel. Because the first Edim were on me about Geneva, and when I was Mazim them, they have to pay Kefel. Behu, I, the Ganev, is Mishalim, Shlosha, Lepar, Vishnayim, La'ayel, like we saw from Sumchus. This weird backdrop of our Mishnah is completely missing. Completely. So there's a whole different machlokas about whether the Hodov Tvicha actually matters. And in short, uh, since the Ganev said who the Edim were, this is a really unique case where the Ganev was the one calling out the Edim. It actually functions as a case of that's why we have a machlokas between the Rabbanon and Sumchus. A very difficult piece of Gemara, requires time, but nevertheless, that is how this Gemara in theory could break down. What? That makes one, that makes one of us because I still feel very clouded over here. And I am sure they do. I have no doubt. I am sure they do. I don't understand half the words that they say. <laughs> Yeah. My son, I picked him up from carpool today. He said, Dad, I used the word bifurcate in school today with my English principal, and he had never heard the word before. I'm like, shoot, that's not good. What? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're barely the student. It's a... I never you said it the first time. What? Yeah. You're familiar with the word? No, he doesn't. I've never heard of that actually by four K. That's nice. Anyways, uh, welcome to welcome to school. Okay, the Gemara says. I know. Yeah, just wait. We got three more to go. We're getting there. <laughs> It's true, by the way. It's an attendance-based uh, success. All right, six minutes to go, 10 lines to go. So the question is, is this considered to be a valid machlokas tanayim that reflects the machlokas between Rav and Shmuel about moda beknas ve'achar kach bo'edim pater or chayim? Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Acha, Bereder of Ika, lo. I disagree. The Kulei Alma, between the Rabbanon and Sumchus, everyone holds the Kulei Alma Hodah, the Tvich Alav Hodah, and really the Machlokes here is about something totally different. We're talking about Edim, that because of the types of Edim that they are, they could never be made Edim Zomimim. We're going to discuss how that's possible. If you have a case scenario where Edim cannot become Edim Zomimim because of a logistical impossibility, doesn't that make it impossible for their edus to be edus? Does edus need to be mazimable, that, that they have to be able to become huzam for the edus to be edus? Yes or no? So that is what the machloke says. So let's go through this. Ella says the Gemara, The machlokas between the Rabbanon and Sumchus is about edus where the edim are not able to become huzam. Kigon, to asusade ve'amar le ganavta, 
So that was the case we saw that we said the Machlokes Rabbanon and Simchus was about. Where someone came over to me and said, Phil, you stole something. I said, you're 100% correct. I also slaughtered the animal, but you were on a boat. And I watched you. I saw you on the boat. And there were two Adam on the boat with you. We, that was the case we saw. The rabbis in the Bryce in the middle of the page, right after the words there, they held the edus is a zero. Why is the edus a zero? So the Rishonim explain uh, the Rishonim explain that the reason why it's an odd case is because if I'm the Ganev and I identified who my actual Adim were, then it's impossible for them to be Huzam. Reuven and Shimon said they saw me do Geneva. They came over to me and said, Phil, we saw you do Geneva. I said, I am a Ganev. I stole. But Reuven and Shimon, you guys were on a boat and Levi and Yehuda can prove it. Yisachar and Zvulun were actually my Adim. But if I identify who my Adim were who saw me steal... What becomes impossible about them? There's no room for Hazama. Because I identified my own witnesses to my own crime. It is therefore edus hazima. And the Rabbanon felt that that's not an edus. Unbelievable how nuanced this can get. It says the Gemara, wait one second, but the Havya We seem to paskin broadly that it's not considered an edus like the Rabban. And what would Sumcha say about that? The Gemara answers, and with this we'll conclude for the day. Hani Mili, when do we say that Edus Shiatayachola Hazima is Lohavya Edus? That's Hecha Delo Yode Beza Yom Beza Shah. When Adim are totally clueless about time. There's also a quality issue with their edus. But here, the edim that I identified about my theft, I'm just, you're right that I can't be mazim them, but they're still filling in the gaps of information. Okay, you can't be mazim them. Why is that an imperative that we have to be able to be mazim them? So that's why, even though in general it's true that we say that edus yatayachola hazim is lohavi edus, here, Sumchus finds out a way to figure that out. Tomorrow night, Emir Tzashem will pick up with the words Amar Mar, two lines from the bottom. Wishing you all a beautiful night.